Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I am Sonia Green with Sonia Green Coaching. And I am Judith Fender, one of the amazing coaches with the No BS Weight Loss Program. Today, we are talking about past and future focused. Good stuff right here. Yeah, it is. And when I talk about focus, I think it's safe to say that most of us as adults think about we focus on the past when thinking about our goals for the future. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of us look for evidence, right? When we are creating our goals, we want some evidence that we've done it before. Uh, if it's a career goal, you know, I, I have worked with women who have changed their careers. And one of the things that we work on early on is they have already labeled themselves as I am this thing. Mm -hmm. And so being able to see themselves, they want a different maybe career, a different role, but they don't have evidence for that. And so it's very different. It's very difficult for them to shift their identity because they're basing their identity on their past. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much in a similar vein, uh, working with weight loss clients, mm -hmm. it's, uh, an issue. I don't want to call it a problem, but it's something that um, it's very common and it, of course, is what the brain's going to do, right? Because it's all the brain has known yes. is, is, is the past. And when we are working on creating new goals for ourselves or, or learning about past and future focusing, that it is important for us to understand and acknowledge that it's always going to be the default mode. Mm -hmm. Brain's always going to want to go there. And unless we are intentional and directional and focused, like you were saying, on what we want to create, or at least the actions to get there, yeah, we, there will not be, um, we will not create change from the past. I think about that. I mean, I know with, with weight loss for me, it's, that's always been something that I have fallen back on, even as a life coach, knowing better. Mm -hmm. It's, I have always had a weight problem, you know? And, and so I'm labeling myself already. I am someone who's always had a weight problem. That's not, that doesn't help any, anything, anybody, right? It definitely doesn't to, to say that about myself. It may be a fact, but that doesn't mean that that's the fact I want to focus on if I want to change my future. Right. And there's also like my brain immediately went to, well, but there would be the fact of what you weighed at a certain date and a certain time. And then what you're making it mean yeah. and understanding from that perspective, but 100% is what do you want to focus on? Do you yeah. want to focus on the past and search there for, for new thoughts, new solutions, or, you know, this is where learning to create from the future, from your future self or, you know, borrowing from someone yeah. who has gone the journey, right? Which Corinne has always been so beautiful and so open about offering to the members about uh, borrowing her belief Yeah, in our ability to change. If you don't have enough belief, you can borrow mine. Yeah. And um, so when planning, you're, you know, thinking about the identity of who you want to become, whether it's in weight loss or career changes, which I mean, hello, 
I've done that. <laughs> yeah, we've we've all done it. And the thing is, there are lots of different facts. You know, mm-hmm. you mentioned that that your your fact might be that you wait a certain amount at a certain time. But there are we can create all different facts and I'm air quoting there and pull those out from our past. But whether they're true or not, that doesn't mean that they have to be our focus because there are some facts that are going to support our future better than other facts. You mean like facts that you can lose weight, right? Like there have or I am a I am a high achieving woman. I have I have reached all kinds of different goals. Mm-hmm. I can pull those out and and list them. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, it's like, oh, well, I've I've created I've achieved this goal and this goal and this goal. So why wouldn't I achieve weight loss as well? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just a different focus. One hundred percent. And then it's, it's that, what the obstacles that get in the way. Right. And of course you can look to your past. You want to be sure that if you're looking to your past, it is, what did you learn? How is this going to help you Mm -hmm. towards creating your future self or your goals in the future? Yeah. It's looking to the past or, you know, and then we could go down, you know, the rabbit holes of rewriting your past. If, if you have a storyline that, you feel like you can't tell yourself an empowering story or you've got a fit. Uh, and, and I even want to air quote the word victim as I'm, I'm saying this out loud. I was doing some research on uh, just like being a trauma informed coach. And it took on a whole new meaning of what it even means to when, when we say to a client, like we learned in life coach school, like that victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And it just gave me a lot of pause to say, you know, there just needs to be another word. I haven't quite come up with it yet, but thinking about yourself, let's just go with disempowering. If you're thinking about yourself in a disempowering way or putting yourself in a role that's not empowering. And that's what we want to do. We want to change that narrative of the past. Yeah. That's, that's the whole problem is when we do things to limit our future self from achieving things for our past. So, you know, maybe there is trauma in your past. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. in no way, I I don't want to in any way take, take away from the fact that you experience trauma, but is it useful to focus on the fact that you experienced the trauma or is it more useful to shift to look how I am working past this trauma? Right. And using, creating, right. And creating. Yes. Oh, it's not going to be a fast here. I am offering, right. Being willing, right. That willingness to change your narrative and having that understanding that we can make it sound real good on paperwork. We can make it sound real good on these podcasts, but the truth is it requires intentionality and it requires intentionality every day. It requires intentionality in the moments when you catch your brain ruminating or going down the the rabbit holes and it's catching yourself in familiar patterns. If it, where you let the trauma, because wherever period that happened may have, I'm going to air quote, stunted you or changed you, altered your perspective and you created a narrative from that point moving forward to where you are today, 
that shifting and understanding and collapsing that timeline is, is a, it's, it's a process. Yes. Yes. And I I want to scream a hearty amen (laughs) to what you said about it. It's, it's an everyday thing. You have been, especially if it's something that's happened in your past that, that was traumatic to you, you have been reliving some of that every day since that trauma happened. Yeah. So why would you think that you just have to decide one day, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the person who was, what, what was the word, stunned that you used by trauma. I'm going to be the person who moves past my trauma. You can't say that one day and suddenly all the light bulbs come on and the angels start singing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is day one of your work. Right. That, that when the angels, when the, when the, uh, <laughs> I, I, can I just fascinate you all with a little bit of, um, what is this uh, atmosphere? I don't even know the word meteorological information I have here. Crepusculous rays. Those are the godlike rays that you see. Oh, yeah. that they're called crepusculous rays. So when you have your aha moment and the, the heavens part, oh, the angels sing and you get the crepusculous rays, not a great word to say. Now it's fun. <laughs> crepusculous. I like that. Um, that is, that is your aha moment. That is your aha moment. Day and one. Day one. And from that aha moment, you will have dozens, hundreds, thousands more aha moments where you start recognizing the pattern thinking, even though you're aware, you think, oh, well, I'm not going to do that again. Or, oh, I, you know, I'm not going to put myself in this position again or whatever it is, but you will inadvertently mm, or, you know, just through the process of understanding your thoughts and recognizing your pattern, you will find it everywhere. You yes. do it every, how you do one thing. And you hear that stuff, even as a coach. Confirmation bias. <laughs> there you go. How you do one thing, you're going to do another. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I, I back to crepusculous rays that it is an everyday thing. And when the other thing that you said that I love is to stop ruminating Mm. this folks, this is another thing that's very intentional. Mm -hmm. Your brain loves to indulge in the past because it's familiar and it's safe. Mm -hmm. You can't go backwards and get hurt. (laughs) You only get hurt moving forward. So your brain loves to soak in that past and you have to stop it. And I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience where you just, you know, it starts coming in and you're like, not today, sister, Mm -hmm. stop Mm -hmm. it there and redirect. And, and therein, right. The trouble lies also trouble. Um, That was my air quote, even though I really didn't mean coaching myself here on the words, but again, speaking from personal experience and understanding how the brain, you know, just yesterday I was going down, caught myself, but I had been hours already into fondling my, my old story, my kind of my trauma response and my, my whoopee and loving it up. Love it. it was offering me all kinds of bullshit. And it's just, it's just amazing how automatically we go back on default. We go back to the past. So with that said, you're 100% right. Yes. A a hard stop 
but it thinking that you're going to catch it right away is also, you know, having some grace with yourself and compassion <laughs> that you're not going to catch it right away. Be like, Oh, there I am ruminating. Mm-hmm. I, I was a full on all day, just kind of laying on the laying low fondling on it before I recognized that, Oh my gosh, really? There you go. It just yeah. felt so true. So good. Let's just go back there. Let's just solve and play that story over and over and over again. So, and, and it's, that's my management, the bottom line. Yes. What we're talking about my management, you're going to go in the past. You want to put focus on the future. All right, Sonia, where are we going to, where are we going to pivot here? Well, this interests me and I don't have an answer for it, but I want to discuss it because we aren't past focused creatures until we become adults, right? I mean, we don't, when we're 10 months old, a year old, we don't say, huh, well, I've never walked before, so I probably can't do that. Or 16, I've never driven a car before, so I probably can't do that. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never gone to college before, so I probably can't do that. There are so many, I mean, how much of our growth and development happens in those first, let's say 20 years of our lives. And at that point, we are typically pretty future focused, Yeah. but somewhere around 20, I don't know, you know, give or take a few years, we shift to being more past focused and that what do you have to say about that i could theorize um and just thinking about like right the way the brain develops from the bottom up and say we have accumulated stress trauma Mm -hmm. and the brain being in the habit of ruminating on the past yeah because you've accumulated some by then and the prefrontal cortex probably by the age 21, at least for females on average for males, 27 to 30. Yeah. It's fully online that, you know, and not having an understanding that we have accumulated that database of um, thinking that becomes an obstacle to future thinking is maybe more, more of what happens is it's. Yeah less experimental because we have fear mm-hmm. we're just less experimental mm-hmm. <laughs> no I, I think I, I love that because we do that's one of the things that keeps us in our past is that focus on our fear mm-hmm. I mean we don't I don't know that we always recognize it as I am afraid to step out and try this new thing, but that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's, that's where our brain is coming from. It's like, Ooh, let's stay safe. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, maybe, you know, and we've, we've created a few more failures by that point in our life and we've decided this feels good. This doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. It's all about the feelings, right? It is. It is. Driving (laughs) that. And our brain's ability to tell a story based on the past, right? Well, you know, I tried this and well, this, this could be, you know, speaking in front of public could be fearful or I could make it mean or just whatever it is. Our brain is going to try and rationalize and protect us Mm -hmm. from fear, from the feelings and keep us safe and small and um, yeah, in the, in the cave. Yeah. I, 
Absolutely. I had some, you know, in my mind, they were pretty epic moments of embarrassment or failure when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And it would have been very easy Mm-hmm. to have let myself just stay small and in the cave because I could look at those examples and go, wow, that was humiliating that everybody in the room was laughing at me or everybody saw how terribly nervous I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or there was some truth to it. I mean, I was in an interview for uh, a pretty major scholarship and I was so nervous they handed me a cup and a pitcher to pour myself some water and they're like here pour yourself some water and I felt like I had to do it and I was shaking so bad that I spilled water everywhere just trying to pour it in the cup and these were the the people in the room who were interviewing me watching me do that right right you know and if they were if they were alive they saw that how how old were you at this point uh, probably about 19. Okay. And I had another interview at the same time where uh, a woman was really rude to me. Like the, like other people in the room apologized to me later because she was so rude because of where I was from, my accent. And so I have plenty of evidence that I could have used to let that stop me. But the story I told instead was that this is the goal I really want to achieve. And I'm going to have to keep trying to figure out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. And I did. Exactly. And I was, you know, thinking about along the same lines of, you know, what happens around 21 or whatever this vague age is we want to talk about. Yeah. I think about when I was like in high school, I was fearless. Absolutely fearless. I drove fast. I talked fast. I was, <laughs> I, I was student body president of this president of that. And I public spoke everywhere I could go, give me a microphone. And I was on and I got to college and well, anyway, y- y'all know this, but at some point that fear came on through college, that fear, whatever it was. And I could, I could tell stories about what I think it is, but to your point, when I think about that interview with Corinne to the same, like I, where I didn't deal with the fear and accumulated the, yes. the anxiety, the trauma that I was speechless. Yes. Literally and figuratively speechless because I couldn't. That could have been your label. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I but mean, I it was true. But I had, ev- I had evidence that I could public speak. I, you know, if I could have drawn me, I think that actually probably is what I clung to. If I think about it, like, because like, well, what's wrong with me? I know I can speak in public. I was so fearless. <laughs> but, so, you know, if you think about it, you are still pretty fearless, right? Yeah, now I could speak. <laughs> but it, it took courage to figure out why you didn't do as well as you wanted to in that first interview and how many of us quit after that first interview, metaphorically speaking, or, you know, after the first time you spill all the water on the table instead of of pouring it. Exactly. Exactly. How many of us say, I want to be this person, but 
I guess that's not in the cards for me. Yeah. And so we give up and we stay safe. We focus on our past instead of looking forward. So did you get that? Did you get the scholarship? I I didn't get that one, but I did. My whole goal was, was to travel and to study abroad. And, and I did get another one. So good job. I knew you did somewhere in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know, that it's, it's not easy. No, I don't want anybody to think that because we have positive stories that that means it was easy. That means we have chosen the stories that we want to keep emulating. I'm going to keep focusing on the positive stories that show me as the hero instead of me as the girl who fell flat on my face in front of an entire cafeteria of students or the girl who spilled the water while she was trying to interview because she was so nervous or that, that girl gave me a ton of experience, but I don't need to focus on her to create my future. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, I just soaking it all here in about speaking and I would, my brain traveled to, so thinking about the future focus and at some point, like, I guess I just always see myself on a stage speaking, mm-hmm. just kind of sticking that out there into the universe that I, I don't really know why, but, or what it is, but I've always had that vision. And it's just kind of nice to be in alignment, podcasting with you, yeah. coaching with no BS, or, you know, just in that realm of public speaking and being a leader and showing up, figuring this out and being, maybe being an example of what's possible and believing in other people. Exactly. Exactly. That's ultimately, that is it. (laughs) That, that is it. So I guess for our listeners, I, I would encourage you to really take a look at where you're drawing your focus for your goals. Is it from past you who failed in some way, or is it from the place that you know you can achieve this, even if you've never done it before? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I would, I would add, you know, say, say you've got it pulled from the future, you know how to do that. Like how much time are you spending daily on the goal you want to achieve? It doesn't happen. Is this correct to say it doesn't happen in a vacuum? (laughs) Yeah, right. No, I was, I was thinking about this the other day because I have this goal for Mm -hmm. my business for that I plan to reach in two years, but it's a big goal. Yes. And I hadn't thought about what I'm doing now, how that applies to it. So I've got it in the future, but I didn't have it drilled down to what, what am I doing right now to achieve that? And so I looked at the course that I'm working on, which is really going to be amazing. And I'm super excited to unveil it in a, in a few weeks. I looked at that and I created a goal around that course. Mm-hmm. How many people I need to attract for that? How am I going to do that? How am I going to get this many people introduced to my material and my coaching? And so I, that was something that I hadn't done at that point, even though I know to do these things, 
sometimes you have to also bring in your present and look at what am I doing today to reach my future goal? Uh, 100%. (laughs) So (laughs) what are you doing today? Like, what are you not doing today? I mean, either way you want. What are you? Yeah, absolutely. It's requires my favorite thing, action. Yeah. Get into action. We're going to talk about that in a few weeks, I think. Yeah, we are. All right. Until then, if you are looking for coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And you can find me working with the No BS Weight Loss Program or on Instagram, just Judy, J-U-S-T-J-U-D-I-E. And our Facebook page where a lot of fun things happen. The Coaches <laughs> Cup podcast on Facebook. We have women who are all, and, and some men actually, uh, who are always commenting, helping us out and giving us their ideas. We would love to hear your ideas for how you stay future focused, how you stay out of that story that you have around your past. That's not helpful. Sounds great. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.